0: Hello and welcome. Thank you for listening. My name is Renee Sills. I'm a consulting astrologer, somatic educator, and host of the Embodied Astrology podcast. Embodied Astrology is a multi-dimensional learning space where we explore the many ways that astrology manifests through our lives and in our world, and we play with the synthesis and application of astrology with other modalities, including those in the realms of art, healing, and activism. If you enjoy what you hear, Please support this work by sharing our podcasts and horoscopes with your friends and networks, making a one-time donation, or signing up for one of our memberships, and make sure to follow and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platforms. You can also follow us on Instagram, at Embodied Astrology.
1: Hello Pisces, welcome to Gemini season. I'm looking at your chart and the image and the feeling that I'm having is that your hands are full. Um, and I, it's like, I see a figure just holding a huge amount and I don't know what you're holding, but it's huge. It's like enormous. (laughs) Um, it feels like some significant responsibilities. It feels like the material reality of your thoughts. And what I mean by that is like, you can think about a thing for a long time, right? It can, you can imagine it. You can be like, wouldn't it be nice if like, had a garden, right? Like, Oh, it'd be so nice. I really want a garden. Like you imagine it and you're like, la, la, la gardens are so pretty. It's so abundant. And then you have a garden like, and then you have to do the work. Right. And so like, you're like, Whoa, it's, it's laborious. You know, I have a garden. And then the garden is the garden. And so you get bugs, things are eating your plants. Uh, some of them are just thriving. Some of them aren't growing very well something happens and like then what do you have to do and then you have to amend the soil and then like it's summertime and it's been a wet spring and then you have just so much produce right and then oh then you have nothing and it's like oh this is a whole experience and you know what gardens if they're big enough they will dominate your life And then it's like, you got to be home at a certain time to turn the sprinklers on. You're planning ahead to get your seeds. It's like, it dominates your life. It totally changes your life. And this is the feeling that I have for you right now is your hands are full with the material reality of how you've been like, I'm going to change my life. And now you're like, whoa, bro. Okay. So this is a lot And as we move into Gemini season, a lot is changing really fast. And so it's like you're holding all this and it's squirming around and doing flips in the air and more is getting added and, oh shit, you forgot something, you got to go pick it up. And it's like so much is changing as we move into Gemini season and your material reality is changing and you don't even know how it's about to change. It's like you can feel it, but you, you're, you don't even know what is coming next. And the first 10 days of Gemini season just feel like, oh my gosh, there's a lot. Okay, so Pisces, let's talk about self-care. <sighs> we need some breath. We need breath. We need activities and resources that lighten the load for you and nothing lightens a load like some humor and levity and joy. Any way you can get yourself to laugh. Any way you can be creative, have fun, go dancing. Live music would be amazing for you right now if you can get it. Make fun of yourself. Like when you're like, oh my God, this is so much. Be like, bitch, you chose it. Or what? whatever. I don't know. I'm sorry if that wasn't, if you don't feel like that, I'm sorry. But it's like, what is the joke that you can make right now? You need levity. And nothing really helps levity as much as a sense of perspective. And I would say that some of the best perspective out there, like, the Buddhists have it, you know, the, the non-dualists have it, the animists have it. The people who are really thinking and feeling and sensing into the constant change of the relational environmental whole and that they're like, nothing is permanent and all suffering shall change and life is suffering entirely, you know, like what brings suffering, right? Like the Buddhists are like, you know they love lists, right? They're like, so what brings suffering? You know, any any birthing or dying. So basically, anything begin beginning or ending. So well, there's suffering de- there for sure, definitely. Any aging, right? Like anything in a process of aging, which is change, suffering, absolutely. What else brings suffering? Well, pain. <laughs> pain brings suffering. You know what? You know what living in a body is all about. Pain. It's pain. You come through a portal of pain. To be to be born into the world is a painful experience. It's a scary experience. It's terrifying. To grow up and to be in a body means that you have to like deal with pain all the time and fear and terror. And there's suffering. There's suffering, right? Like The aging body, the dying body, the body that gets ill, the body that loses capacity, the body that never had the capacity, the body that has to live in the hellscape of society and modernity right now. So much pain. And you know what else brings suffering? Sorrow. Lamentation. Grief. Rumination. The mind. Suffering is everywhere. You know what makes suffering worse? Biting it being in a place of suffering because you're suffering. So there's something right now that is like, okay, there's a lot, there's a lot of unknown, you're holding a lot. It also feels like I don't want to get into like the wow, wow, suffering all the time because it also feels like a lot of you feel excited, there's opportunities. But it's like right now, what really helps you is to have a sense of humor and have a sense of perspective and have this sense of perspective that what is challenging right now is challenging for a reason. And suffering builds our capacity. It it creates compassion in us. It helps us appreciate things. When we really tune in with, with suffering, it teaches us something, right? Like if the entire world right now could pause and really tune in mind, heart, and body with the immensity of suffering that's present, do you think we would continue to perpetuate suffering in the same ways? If we really tuned in, if we really took time to acknowledge the suffering, to feel it, to be with it. And then to like hold some perspective around it. So much suffering is actually not necessary. So much is created unnecessarily. No, people wouldn't. And the, the number one reason that people are creating suffering over and over and over again is because they can't feel that they're creating the suffering. So there's something that is like, You know, it's like, can you turn towards it right now? You don't need to run away from that. It's a lotness. You don't need to run away from the intensity of the sense of responsibility or the unknown that's here. There are so many creative potentials. And after these first 10 days of Gemini season, we get into June and then a lot of It feels like a lot of creativity wants to come forward. So the first 10 days it's like whoa it's a lot and then after that it's like well what can we do with all of this? And I think that part of the transition that's happening right now for a lot of folks is shifting out of binary thinking. It doesn't have to be this way or that way. There is not an absolute good or an absolute bad. There is no such thing right, as an absolute good or an absolute bad. There are conditions around every single choice, and those conditions are conditional and relational and contextual. There's an expansive possibility for gender, right? Race is a social construct that limits people into like a pigmentocracy of violence. This like binary thinking, religion is really good at promoting a lot of binary thinking. A lot of religions are. Capitalism is really good at it. Patriarchy is really good at it. It's like, let's shift out of that. Now, how do you do that in your lived existence? When we get into June, it feels like there are a lot of options for you and you are most served By taking time to be with creative options so it's not it's it's not this or that and some of you have been in a place where you're like well if it's not this then it has to be that right or it's it's you feel that there are more options but maybe you can't imagine them yet or you're like I think that there's lots of options but I don't really know what they are and it's like I don't I want that secret third thing Okay, so that starts to reveal itself as we get into June. And you want to use this time because you have so much creative energy. Beginning in June, lasting all the way through the end of October, you have you are blessed with a lot of creative energy, and this energy can help you reshape your life and it would like to help you make sense of all the things that you're holding. It's going to ask you to drop a bunch of them. Your psychology needs to shift. It's going through a really profound shift right now. And so you're going to feel that, I think as we get, um, so there's a full moon on June 3rd that feels really, really excited. And especially in your chart, it's like, oh my God, I'm so creative. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It's going to be like this. Some of you are like, excited and enthusiastic and happy and some of you are excited and pissed but either way you're like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that I got this you're like moving in this direction you got power and then as we get towards the new moon it's like I don't want your spirits to get dampened but it is this feeling of like okay there's a lot there actually there's a lot and there's a lot that I need to consider, and there's a lot that it's like needs to be readied, and I feel like many of you don't quite have the foundation yet of what you're trying to do, and so as we get closer to the new moon, middle of June, you're like, okay, I, there's there's something else that needs to happen, and. I don't know what this is for all, you know, it's different for all of you. So it feels like a foundation being prepared. It feels like potentially um, a refinement of your own capacity and skill and also a clarification of your commitment and your, your directionality and your motivations. It feels like there might be a need to understand where you're going in a better way. And it's like, on a on a functional level, on a practical level, what are we heading towards? And, you know, we live in a time when it's necessary to be adaptive. And many goals or ambitions or desires that I know that I've had in my lifetime, and I'm about to be 40, I just don't have those anymore because the world is not offering me the same kinds of things as it was back in the 90s. So (laughs) you know how it goes, right? It's like you live your life, and you think you're going in one direction, and then the world is worlding, and life is lifing, and then you got to shift your direction. So I'm not saying you need to know exactly where you're going, but there's something about your vision, the foundation of it, the the capacity that you have to achieve it and to move in that direction that really starts to make itself known, I think, around the new moon in the middle of June. Now, the June new moon on the 17th is a new moon that I really want to encourage you to take time for yourself in some way that's meditative. Um, hmm, I'm going to check in a little bit with the feeling that I have, but So the feeling that I have around this new moon is that you can get easily distracted by all the ideas of what it is that you want to do and how it's going to be. And you can future trip a little bit. And and then that future tripping creates a kind of distraction in your immediate environment. And you're like, Oh my God, I want to do this. I want to do that. It's like you're ADD a little bit. And some of you are. And so I say that in a way that it's like, okay, it's amplified like around this new moon and I really want to invite you to try and watch your mental patterns and like just, just have a sense of humor. Again, this is a great season, by the way, for you to lean on spiritual practices. Again, especially like the, the ones who are out there being like, watch your mind. Right? What is the nature of mind? What is the nature of self? Like, do that heavily around the new moon. Watch your mental patterns. And watch any of them that send you into a tizzy where you get real busy and you're like out there in the external. Go Go lie in the dark, put a blindfold on, cover yourself with a weighted blanket. Go get in a fetal position and wrap yourself up in blankets. Um, Go... Lie down at the base of your favorite tree and take a nap. Hold yourself. Just be somewhere, anywhere. You can be on the bus. Hold yourself. Feel your own embrace and bring your attention inwards. And then just take several breaths and try and really feel how you feel right now. And I mean that in the most corporeal, sensorial way possible. Like feel your weight, feel your belly, feel your fluids. Notice the nature of mind and what it's trying to do and just try and like get quiet and be present around this new moon. And from a quiet present space, contemplate what the foundation is that needs to get fortified in order for you to move into your next steps and into the future. And I'm saying that, and as I say it, I get anxious and I feel this busyness and this readiness to move. And so I want to reiterate that you have until the end of 2024. And that the next six months but i'm actually going to give this all the way until next february so that's almost a year there is something that needs to happen that is about fortifying the foundation clarifying the intention and building your capacity so that it is solid and that it and so that it can maintain your commitment and your dedication And there is a question right now about what the commitment and the dedication actually is and what it wants to be. And that's the place where you really want to give some time and space to feel into that because you want to be clear before you build the thing. Don't build your house on a foundation made of toothpicks, right? You have ideas. They need time to get some density to them. So all the stuff that you're holding, you're going to find the right places to put it. And like I said, there's some of it that is going to need to be put down. And you're going to find out what that is. And I think Gemini season um, might have some clues for you, especially in that time between the full moon and the new moon the 3rd and the 17th you might be like oh yeah i actually really value this and that thing not my jam don't want to do it let's let it go take your time take your time nothing will help you more right now than sense of humor <laughs> sense of perspective um when it comes to both humor and perspective i honestly can't recommend astrology enough i think that it is such a helpful, such a valuable tool for having a sense of humor, for being able to contextualize ourselves and having a sense of perspective and really holding the cyclical, ever evolving nature of things. Um, And so if you find my readings helpful, come hang out with me every week. I teach a class on Mondays called Somatic Space. And that class is a body centered practice. It's a practice for true self-care. And tuning in with our body oracles. So we do practices of meditation, visualization, and movement that help stimulate some energies that correspond with the upcoming week's astrology. And then we ask into those patterns. We do self-reflection work. We look at how we respond to relationships, how we move towards our desires, what our fears are, blah, blah, blah. We, We look into the somatic patterns. We do the psychological and the spiritual work. And that is a really effective way, I think, to work with astrology. It's not a heady way. So you're not going to come out with a lot of astrology information, though you'll probably come out with a little bit. Um, But it's a very deeply embodied way. And my hope is that it's uh, very healing and supportive. And I know that it is for me. So that's why I offer it. Those classes are by donation. You can drop in. You can also become a sustaining member. And that really helps me. So thank you. I also feel like some of you out there would love the workshops that are happening um, in Gemini season and really, really benefit from them. So the workshop on May 19th, which is the day before Gemini season begins, is a uh, um, offered by a dear friend and colleague of mine, Ramon Parrish. I really value Ramon as an astrologer, I mean, for so many reasons, but as an astrologer, he, he just... Has this capacity to make sense of the stories of collective astrology cycles and generational cycles. And that's a place where he's very curious and you know does a lot of research and he's really interested in. And he is also a food and climate environmental justice activist and educator. He's on the faculty at Naropa University in their interdisciplinary department. And He brings in astrology to support strategic change in systems and particularly in systems of governance and leadership and in particular systems that have to do with the environment and food and transformative justice. And in the workshop on the 19th, he's going to be helping us ground in the collective astrology of the moment of what wants to and can happen in this particular moment, activate that through our own charts And then he's going to give us seed packets of ideas and ways that we can institute and implement change in our communities. Um, So I know a lot of you out there are really interested in things like this. And I think that you would um, really enjoy Ramon and find a lot um, that's very supportive in in the workshop. So you can find the recording of that workshop uh, at embodiedastrology.com in the workshop section. And then you can attend live or you can register for the recorded uh, version if you can't make the live date. But on June 18th, which is the day after the new moon, the award-winning author and playwright and um, creative delight, Janata Petrus is teaching the second of her four workshop series on mutable magic and artistic alchemy. And this is a kind of timeless astrology uh, workshop. So it's not about current astrology, although it's thinking and feeling into Gemini and it is the Gemini new moon. And so that's great. Um, but it's really about how does Gemini as an energy support us as creatives and you're welcome to bring any creative project, writing, art, dance, family making, like what, what do you do? That's your creativity. um, and get support, like get prompts, get community, get music to move to get some like Ideas. The last workshop in Pisces season was so fun. It really left me feeling inspired and kind of juiced up in a way that I haven't for a bit. Um, so, what's going to help you right now? Creativity, fun, you know, that, that sense of inner smile, really taking up some space in your heart. What does that? Art making. Hang out with Janata. She's really, really good at spreading love and getting people to smile. Um, so if you can't make the live event, you can get the recording. You can also get the recording of the first workshop for Pisces season, sign up for the whole series. Information on everything is at embodiedastrology.com, where you can also find your 2023 year ahead reading. That's a two hour reading special for your sign where I go in depth with the astrology and the interpretation. You'll get a lot of astrology information in that reading, as well as suggestions for working with the benefits, challenges, the opportunities of 2023, of which there are many, and this sense of, wow, here you are. (laughs) What are you going to do with all of this? It was a really big theme in your readings. So check it out, learn more. Pisces, I'm wishing you all the best in Gemini season and beyond. Lots of love. Bye for now.
0: Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on and our podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. In our memberships, we also offer a variety of transformational exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers. Weekly Embodied Astrology movement and meditation classes, a monthly conversation and tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale and we offer additional scholarships for those who need. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and follow us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening.